join me as I share the words of Thomas Darcy in the song, Precious Lord, Take My Hand, taken from Isaiah 41 and verse 13. For the Lord thy God will hold thy right hand. Fear not, I will help thee. He said, as he sat and wrote, Precious Lord, take my hand. Lead me on, help me stand. I am tired. I am weak. I am worn. Through the storm, through the night, lead me on to the light. Take my hand. Precious Lord, lead me home. What a prayer. What a prayer. What communion with God that Thomas would just sit and just, and just speak to the Lord and ask him to just hold on to him and lead him all the way home. This morning, we continue to look at this matter of prayer. And like I've said, no man can live without breathing. And there's no true life in a Christian without praying. I call your attention to Matthew 7, verse 7 to 12. He says, Ask and it shall be given you. Seek and ye shall find. Knock and it shall be opened unto you. For everyone that asketh receiveth, and he that seeketh findeth, and to him that knocketh it shall be opened. A what man is there of you whom, if his son asks bread, will he give him a stone? If he asks a fish, will he give him a serpent? If ye then, being evil, know how to give good gifts unto your children, how much more? Shall your Father which is in heaven give good things to them that ask him? Therefore, all things whatsoever ye would that men would do to you, do ye even so to them. For this is the law and the prophets. We come to a serious part of the prayer that we look at as the Lord's Prayer. We must stop and pay attention to this. And that is, God's pardon, his forgiveness, his cleansing. While he was teaching his disciples how they should pray, he said in Matthew 6, 12, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Forgive us our debt. Now, the debt God speaks of is not associated with money, but it is associated with sin. Luke makes it clear as he writes in Luke 11, 4. He said, and forgive us our sins. Matthew say our debts, Luke say our sins. For we also forgive everyone that is indebted to us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. One of the facts 
that we ought to be aware of is the fact that all have sinned. In Romans 3 and verse 23, the scripture says, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. When we fail to realize that we make God seem like a liar and deceive ourselves, one knows that we are not truthful and the truth who is Christ is not in us. In 1 John 1, 8 to 10, the scripture says, If we say that we have not sinned, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. So when you hear people going around saying, oh, me, I'm not a sinner, I have not sinned, I haven't done anything wrong, that person is telling lies. That person does not have the truth in him or her. And that person is just deceiving himself. Why? For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. But there is something about sin. The Bible says, if we confess our sin, first of all, we must acknowledge that we have sinned and then go and confess our sin. Confess it to God. He said, he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins. The one to whom we confess our sins to, of course, is the one who can forgive us of our sins. There is no need for you to go and bow down before anybody and confess before them and ask them to forgive you of your sins because they cannot. They may be able to forgive you of something that you did then. But when we want our sins forgiven, we must go to him who is faithful and just to forgive us and not only to forgive us, but to cleanse us from all unrighteousness, remove all the filth that sin would leave. And verse 10 says, if we say that we have not sinned, we make him a liar and his word is not in us. God's pardon, his forgiveness and his cleansing is found when we acknowledge our sin, when we confess our sin to the one who can forgive us. He will forgive us and cleanse us of our sin. Please remember, you are a sinner for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. This morning, there are only two types. One is that sinner who needs to be saved by the grace of God. And two, the sinner who is saved by the grace of God. Then there's something else that I have noticed, and that is God's great provision. The biggest problem man has is his sin. Because of that, man's greatest need is for forgiveness. Some folks may think that a man's greatest need is for money. No, man's greatest need is to have God's forgiveness. As we look at these verses, 
we realize that forgiveness is the central theme of the entire passage from verse 9 to verse 15. Notice, as believers, we experience a one and for all judicial forgiveness. This we receive the moment we trust the Lord Jesus Christ as our Savior. Listen to the words found in John's Gospel, chapter 13, verse 5 to verse number 11. After that, he poured water into a basin, and he began to wash the disciples' feet and to wipe them with the towel wherewith he was girded. Then cometh he to Simon Peter, and Peter said unto him, Lord, dost thou wash my feet? Jesus answered and said unto him, what I do, thou knowest not now, but thou shalt know afterwards. Peter said unto him, Thou shalt never wash my feet. Jesus answered him, If I wash thee not, thou hast no part with me. Simon said unto him, Lord, not my feet only, but also my hands and my head. Notice this verse. Jesus said to him, he that is washed needeth not save to wash his feet, but is cleansed everywith, and ye are clean, but not all. For he knew who should betray him. Therefore said he, ye are not all clean. We no longer are condemned, no longer under judgment, no longer destined for hell. For in Romans chapter 8 and verse 1 said, There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. In chapter 5 of Romans and verse 20, Moreover, the law entered that the offense might bound, but where sin abounded, grace did much more abound. God has granted us pardon, justified us, and made us righteous. No one can change or condemn us. In Romans 8, verse 33 and 34, Who shall lay anything to the charge of God's elect? It is God that justifieth. Who is he that condemneth? It is Christ that died, yea, rather, that is risen again who is even at the right hand of God, who also maketh intercession for us. I thank God today that my sins are forgiven. I thank God for those of you who have confessed your sin to him and asked him to forgive you. Your sins are forgiven. And I thank God for those whose sins are not forgiven, can be forgiven just for the asking. My time is up, way up this morning. Father, in the name of Jesus, I want to thank you for the forgiveness of sins. I want to thank you, Lord, that our status from condemned, Lord, has changed. Oh, there's no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. Would you bless your word and may sinners come to you today, even as we share this with others. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. May God bless you. Have a great day. Please just remember to click that button and share with a family member and a friend. 
Thanks for partnering with us.